This is Michael, you're listening to Models of Masters, and I'm so grateful you're here. I'm breaking down personal stories, learned wisdom, and pieces of insight I hope can help you along your journey. Head over to my website, michaelbecker.org, for much more. And with that, let's get right into the show. There are pros and cons, as I see it, um, to every content platform and channel out there, but being uh, educated in content marketing. I gravitated toward Instagram for the number of benefits and the, just the ease of posting. So what we're going to talk about today is specific ways, tactics, and tips that we used to build our brands using Instagram to help you guys understand how you can do the same thing. Um, and uh, we're super passionate and excited about, about this topic. So um, that's a really quick intro. Spencer, uh, welcome, man. Well, thank you for having me and thank you everybody for being here and holding space. We're happy you're here. And just as Michael said, this is going to be a deep dive into more of the behind the scenes aspects of what we've been doing over the past few years and kind of how we've cultivated such a following and how we maintain our pages today. And um, basically this episode, it just centers around content creation. And if you're a creator or you're a creator to be, and you're interested in this aspect, this episode is for you. Um, we will be replaying and reposting this to Michael's personal story. And we also have the live feed going to be recorded onto stereo if you ever need to listen to it back. But be prepared, take some notes, get comfortable. Um, this is going to be a, a real deep dive into our minds and the processes that go within all of this and how we actually manifest um, exactly what we see in our head out into tangible physical expression. So with that being said, um, I think just to kind of kick things off, I think we should really just kind of define content creation, um, yeah. just to kind of give people like a rough estimate of what they're doing. And to me, it's not that I sought out content creation. It kind of found me. Um, I was just a student of the cosmos, constantly taking so much information in, learning, growing. And uh, I remember it hit me all of a sudden one day that I wanted to be a player active presence that was constantly uh, growing and being uh, just with this whole movement that, I, that found me, which is the conscious community. And it was so amazing to just kind of be a bystander in the, in the movement. You're part of this, you're sharing, you're commenting, and you're really interacting with another person's content. But for those who are listening to this and are in the same position that we were back then, you'll realize that there comes this spark in you that alivens this inspiration, this uh, creativity element that wants to produce something, that wants to actually contribute to society and bring about change through your own voice. And this is what brought the content creator out of me in wanting to um, really bring forth a new reality through my skill set or everything that I've pretty much prepared myself to be. And I think just having the foundation of being this watcher, this active participant in everybody else's content really kind of prepared me for what I was about to do because I was able to subconsciously understand um, the flow, the rhythm, and the quality of the kind of content that was out there and how to actually right. be in that role. So uh, just really quickly, that's kind of how I transitioned. Uh, I'm curious to see, Michael, how have, uh, how have your, how's your story evolved? Over the yeah, my, my journey, it, it differs a little bit in that uh, as I started going through my um, awakening back in 2018, I simply felt an intuitive guidance to get started sharing um, what was coming in and the things that I was learning because I knew it went beyond something that I found interesting, right? This is um, this is the most expansive, formative thing, thing meaning personal just evolution, development, and awakening to higher consciousness that I've ever experienced in my life, far exceeded anything else. And the way that it felt uh, within my heart and within my body um, I knew that it was it was happening for a reason, for something more. And the next natural thing just for me seemed to be, hey, uh, as a writer, as a journalist, a communicator, what can I do with this? And uh, initially, man, I when I started New Earth Knowledge back about a year and a half ago, it was nothing more to me at that time than just a hobby, something that I wanted to do for fun, just to, to, to help share information and um, actually started off under a different name. I was using it as a meme repost page, and that's certainly something I want to talk about tonight as well, the importance of creating your own original high-quality content, because anybody can repost 
memes we see all over the internet. But the real quality and the real value in terms of helping others and expanding consciousness, it's going to come by sharing your own unique value with the world. Uh, and so that was kind of like the secondary um, insight that I got as I began cultivating a, a little bit of a, of a following. Um, and certainly um, that's exactly what attributed what I would attribute to the kind of like the meteoric success that the page ended up having is, is me just leading into my own voice and speaking my truth. So, um, yeah, how about you? Beautiful. And um, I think that's a perfect segue into kind of the catalyst of the emotion in becoming the creator uh, or bringing creatorship out of us is the passion. And the passion is the drive. That's the life force of everything that's in your imagination, that's in your curiosity, kind of culminated into one unique force that keeps pushing um, regardless of how you're feeling. It, it always brings you back. And I think it's like a mini homecoming every time because uh, just shifting audiences. I remember going from the narcissistic egoic side of society where everybody's posting pictures of their food or posting their accomplishments um, and different things like this, uh, very normal, very surface level concepts. But everybody was in this almost numbers race of trying to one up each other. There wasn't there wasn't any mutual flow. And then I remember after I had this whole awakening, my whole perspective shifted. Uh, I stopped using my personal account. And um, at the time, I mean, I, I wasn't posting, but I was still observing the conscious community from a safe distance and searching <laughs> hashtags and searching different concepts that were really intriguing to me. And um, I noticed an entirely different shift. It was this contrast of love um, compared to fear and separation. And there was a difference between influencer and creator. Mm -hmm. And so when I saw that shift, I realized that it wasn't necessarily social media that was the problem. It was just the energy behind the audience. And mm -hmm. when I was there and I made this switch, I realized that I was embraced. Everybody was here to share and love and do things from the heart, not necessarily do things for a paycheck. And it was such a beautiful transition. And I was so happy to be in that space. And I'm like, you know what, this is, this is where I belong. It was a heart centered coherence that really wa washed over me. Yeah. And yeah. I said, I need to be here. I need to be, these are my people. Like you just have that instant vibration. And, um, it, it kind of redefined what social media was to me. And it developed this space where you could be anyone with any backstory and still be accepted wholeheartedly by your peers and yes. the people around you. There were, you know, a significant or a drastic amount of um, lesser kind of mean comments or, you know, passive aggressive behavior. Um, but there was more welcoming and it was just this beautiful wave of just clarity and love. That's the best way I can put it. Yes. So, you know, just simply observing that from both sides of the spectrum, I was able to kind of put the pieces together and say, you know, if I were to attempt to do this on my personal page a few years ago, I would get shot down, I would get ridiculed and get gaslighted. But to speak your truth in such a receptive audience, I think is the key to success. Because people on this mutual sympathetic vibration understand you on a deeper level than words, because they're relating your experiences with theirs. And there's so much confirmation there. And um, I think I think the first time I had the aha moment was when somebody posted about synchronicity. Mm -hmm. And this is something that was just happening over and over and over again. And everybody I tried to talk to about this in real life, uh, who were really kind of anchored into the matrix, um, pushed this aside as if it was nothing, as if it was just simply coincidence when I knew it was something that broke the uh, <laughs> the laws of physics and mathematic mathematical probability. So um, that really geared me into the right place. And I'm, I found the right space to be. And I ended up um, completely not deleting my old account, but just not using it at all, not updating, not searching. Um, I just created junk and mm -hmm. it took off from there because um, I had the passion behind my voice. And, uh, you know, I just, before we, before we dive any deeper, I kind of want to hang on to this subtopic, but just speak about the passion in your own experience, Michael. I want to give the people a little bit more clarity. Mm. Well, as I mentioned, you know, I've, I've been a writer my whole life. Um, I've always had this, this burning passion to express myself. Um, 
and my thoughts, my ideas, and the concepts um, that I wanted to communicate through the written word. It's just something that always sort of, it came natural to me. I wrote for the school paper in high school and in college. Uh, I studied journalism. So I've always loved creativity through through writing. Um, so for me, it, it was really kind of an interesting coming together of um, what I called a spiritual awakening with what I was good at and, and learning to merge my skills with my intuition, guys. Um, and once I determined how those two things were going to work together, that's when my life really started to take off. And that's when what was a spiritual awakening really just turned into this evolution of the next chapter of life. And so if you can, if, if you can find the courage and the bravery within to express your truth, whatever that may be, and honestly, the content platform that you choose, it really doesn't matter. For me, Instagram was just a natural choice because of the fact that I knew how to use it. it it's native to, to us, to me and to our generation. And it, it was just something that I kind of chose in the moment. I said, I'm going to create a blog and an Instagram account. And the two, they, they really played well off of each other. You can link to your Instagram account, to your posts, to the videos that you're creating on your blog and vice versa. You know, I, pr I promote both on either channel. And so they really work together. But what fueled my passion, Spencer, is um, just the plain fact that I, I'm good at writing. Um, I, I love creating content. I knew Instagram and I knew I needed an outlet to express what was going on uh, with, with my expansion. So I think that's where it really came from, man. Beautiful. And you just talked on uh, speaking your truth. And that is such a core fundamental in all of this mm -hmm. in that you have something within you. There's a key. There's a piece of the puzzle that's longing to get out and speak to the rest of the collective. But a lot of people, um, especially if they're not ready to assume the role of creatorship, uh, tend to leave that in the back pocket in the subconscious and only host the truth for themselves, which is by no means um, any part of the wrong process. But for those who are really willing to outwardly speak their truth for others in service, uh, will find this calling will keep calling them back. And uh, this is this reigns true, especially when I had my first wave of self-realization and that I have my truth to share with the collective. I, I wanted to really say what was in my heart and uh, kind of immortalize those thoughts into almost this time capsule of information. Yeah. And um, yeah. I, you know, I completely agree with what you're saying on uh, Instagram because regardless of what you think or whatever your native platform is, um, you really have to take an external perception on this and see that there's a lot of underlying intention on a bunch of these apps, like everything, has this kind of built-in um, contrast to it. So, you know, Tumblr could be this place where it's very emotional, emotionally driven, and they have all these cancel culture features. Twitter is more political or it's more personal. And YouTube is kind of these just long, expansive videos. So Instagram's kind of like the perfect medium for all of this. It yeah. hosts all these different features that are very accessible and easy to use. And um, I just naturally gravitated towards that. And that's why I established junk on Instagram initially, because I knew that that was going to be my home base. So basically the passion in you is what drives this uh, ambition to continue on and to actually speak. And the difference in becoming a conscious content creator is the fact that you're doing it for, you're doing it from love, not for love. And I think this is huge because whatever you go into the game with ultimately is what you're going to get back. And there's a lot of people that are in, in it for the wrong reasons. They're very easy to tell since we're all very empathetic. Uh, we can we can sense people's energy and their their motives. So when you come across conscious creators that resonate with your message, with your internal truth, yeah. um, you develop a deeper bond. And I think that's what's really um, kind of allowing the success to flow through is because you're meant to reach larger and larger audiences, just yes. as Michael and I are. Yes. So going from this passion, right? This is your catalyst into creatorship. So if you have, if you're listening to this right now and you haven't created a single post for yourself, or you've, you've thought about this, you've had dreams about doing such, um, you know, ambitions, uh, use this as your stepping stone and realize why are you doing it? And you need to start at the why, because if you're not, if you're not doing it for yourself and you're, you're primarily doing it to achieve something from others, mm -hmm. um, you're going to, you can't really cheat the universe on this. Yeah. It's very, it's very energy responsive. So, um, you take this passion, you take this positive intention of wanting to advance the collective or shift consciousness um, higher and higher uh, to step through those gates and actually be that person takes a lot of pre-planning. And I know a lot of people, especially um, there, there are a few larger uh, accounts that kind of promote such an idea, but 
there's a lot of people that kind of just repost whatever they see. Right. And that in itself, I wouldn't entirely consider content creation only mm-hmm. because, and I, I know, you know, this might hit a little differently, but the only reason I say that is because you have to attri- you have to add your own element of personality to it. Like, what are you, what are you bringing to the table? Um, because if you're, if you're just reposting or if you're, you know, sharing along information that's already been shared, then you're still almost in the washer position where you're kind of like handing one bulletin to the next person in line. And it, while this does help really advance the collective in the right direction, um, to be a conscious co-creator, uh, is to really infuse your essence through your message mm-hmm. and really kind of like take a little bit of tunnel vision and see what you want to do with this page. Do you, right. do you want it to be this kind of ambient landscape of just like colors and shapes and, and sounds that kind of are all just scattered all over the place? Or do you want to have some kind of formality to this? Mm-hmm. And this is something that you see on both mine and uh, Michael's pages is this kind of uniformity, this um, thought out construction of right. um, you know a nice processed, beautiful style layout that's easy on the eyes and it's very easy to navigate because um, when you when you kind of just have this clustering of information, it can almost be a deterrent for anybody who actually stumbles upon your page because they don't know where to begin. Yes. They're kind of they're kind of like throwing a dart on the map and they're like, well, where do I like do I read this? Do I do this? And there could be really nice, you know, nicely tucked gems within that information, but you want to you want to give them uh, a foundation to move from. Like you want to create a path almost. I think that's probably the best way to put it. And a lot of that is just understanding that you're you're making the plan of how you want to unravel this page while simultaneously seeing its future development. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have an evolving, growing online presence, then you got to see where it's going to be two years from now, three years from now. Like really look long distance, you know, like long term mm-hmm. and see how you can appropriate all your ideas from start to finish into... Um, a very clean and consistent patterning that brings about uh, a mature kind of element and aspect to the uh, the whole look of the page. Mm-hmm. So, what, what are your thoughts, Michael, on all that? That yeah, that that was great. That was got so much value. I hope you watch this back and listen back. Um, we're just trying to share everything that we've gleaned, gained, and gathered throughout our, our journeys over the last couple of years in building our content platforms. But something that you alluded to that I think is really, really important, and I don't want to gloss over, is the difference between content curation and content creation. Yeah. Okay. The idea, guys, is not just to be a meme repost page or to reshare the value that others are creating in the world. It is to become a creator, to become the purveyor of that impact of that value in and of yourself. That's the type of advanced manifestation and creatorship role that you're ready for if you're vibrating with this information that we're talking about, okay? It's time to take what you've learned through your own life journey and through your own awakening to the next level by becoming a teacher of that information. And I promise if you're here and you're watching this, you're ready to do exactly that. The, the idea, right, from a, from a content marketing and in, from a business and, and coaching perspective, guys, is to have accumulated a library of content that you can refer back to and share with others over the course of time that will continue to accrue in value. And when you create original content in a space like an Instagram, and you know your content better than anybody else, right? I can go back throughout the last two years on New Earth Knowledge. I know exactly where to find individual posts, how far back I need to scroll to find that post where I have jam-packed 10 times more value than anybody else in one post. And to be able to share that with somebody who's asking me a question about something or asking for my perspective on a certain topic. I can say, hold on one second, let me send you a link and I'll send them a post that has a well thought out caption that has a string of comments that I have responded to because I respond to comments on every single one of my posts. And of course, includes original content within the actual post itself. People underestimate the value that you can create just from original content on Instagram. And my one Instagram page, guys, and I've been fortunate, and it's not just mine, right? It's all of ours. I view New Earth Knowledge as being everybody's. I'm simply managing the page. But that one page has served as a backbone for me to spin what will be four different business initiatives off of the back of it. And and I say that proudly, and I say that humbly, but, but to show you what's possible by simply starting with a passion, creating a library of value-based educational content, and... And then sharing that knowledge with the world and understanding the power of networking and the power of internet 
the raw scale that we have available at our fingertips to actually to, to actually drive that message at scale across the globe, something that our parents' generations and the generations before them never dreamt of. So we have an ability as purveyors of knowledge and as creators and as the purveyors of ideas to spread those ideas at, at just a remarkable pace. And, and that's a responsibility that when you, when you awaken um, and have the drive to create content, I think is to be taken incredibly seriously. This is my life. This is my job. And creating this, this value and putting it into the world, and I know it's valuable. Everybody might, might not agree all the time with, with what I have to say or the way that I say it. But when I get DMs from people daily telling me how I've affected them or that they cried because they needed to see what I posted that day, that's where the real value is. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, what, what would you add to that? Well, you just said it perfectly. You have to treat this like it's a career. This is no longer a hobby. I mean, it's, it's exactly what it is until you step into the driver's seat and bring forth your voice and yeah. add your, your energy to the mix. And so that was, that was a huge game changer for me too in realizing yeah. that uh, it's a huge management of time. Uh, you're investing a lot in this. Uh, granted, Mike and I have probably spent, oh my gosh, I don't even know how many hours um, just curating and prepping and just contemplating a lot of these different posts that we bring out for all yeah. of you. Yes. And it's by no means a burden. We, we want to do this. And um, just kind of speaking from the other side of the fence here, uh, this is Michael has, um, you really see how much of an outreach you have when you're going through the general direct messages and you're hearing from people all across the world because I mean, as you begin, um, it really depends. You, I mean, it, it's all about, uh, this, the resonance of others and how far your messages are going to go with that initial kickstart, this catalyst, but ultimately you're going to make a lot of connections and mm -hmm. your words are going to spread uh, across oceans beyond Definitely. borders and yeah. there's nothing stopping that momentum given your passionate dedicated drive to continue on day after day week after week and just paving the way for something better and and allowing yourself to be free to speak your truth unconditionally there's nothing there's nothing more liberating than that and i know michael and I, michael can agree to this but it's just understanding that you get this almost uh beautiful sense of accomplishment every time you're allowed to express yourself in this way yeah. because regardless of who sees it who likes it you can really say to yourself i did something with this 24 24 hours i was gifted today you know even if it's the worst day you know your car dies you get fired whatever happens you can always come back and say you know what i was productive and that's really what keeps me going and knowing that i'm doing what i'm meant to do with this time i'm given on earth so um just to kind of like move the conversation forward, I think a huge uh, thing, we're going to get a little bit more practical here, but um, yes. we want to we talk about themes, right? Organized themes and how you want to see your page develop, how you want to see your page look. And, um, you know, when you're, when you're growing or you're starting a brand, uh, there's a few things you have to take into consideration. And number one is your handle, your personal branding name, um, relevancy something that people can understand in two seconds without having to look up uh external sources something that's very easy to comprehend and um it's kind of like when you're writing an essay and you have that hook line you know those intros that are really captivating and you're like oh wow it really hooks the reader that's mm -hmm. kind of what you want to have in your title and funny enough uh my my handle junk dna is a subtle red pill in itself because um it really engages the person reading it to kind of uh, question their self and what does that mean, you know, and maybe even dive deeper onto that. So it's not only simplified in some way that's very easy, straightforward, uh, doesn't need any kind of, um, you know, pronunciation to uh, say, and it's very quick, easy, compact, and it's uh, transferable. Like people are able to refer them because your title sticks in their mind so much that they remember it throughout the day. You know, you don't want to be Lightworker seven seven five six one three. You you want to have some kind of solid grounding yeah. where it's super easy to remember. It's on their subconscious, and when the time comes when they feel inspired to share a post of yours, um, it'll go further than just having that fleeting thought of oh, who was that person again? You know, so that's where you need to start in in customizing and personalizing your page is 
who do you want to be? What intentions there? And how could you have almost this one liner of a, uh, you know, a spark that gets people curious and wants, makes them want to dive deeper into who you are, or what you're producing. So let, let, me, there. Yeah. let me, th let me throw one thing in on that. Just to add to that, uh, guys, when picking your title, your term or your, your brand name, one thing to think about as well is to choose something that will lend itself to growth and to flexibility as you grow and as you add to your, to yourself, but also to your, to your business and to your offerings, right? The, the name new earth knowledge, for example, allowed me to move in whatever direction I wanted. So when I created this name two, a year and a half ago, I knew that I didn't know where I was going to be two years down the line, but I knew I could make it work with the name. So you don't want to be too specific with your name, but you want to pick a name that is strong and really embodies the overarching idea or theme of what you want to share. So sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to throw that in, man. No, that's perfect. Exactly that. You wanted to kind of um, embody all of the energy you're putting forward into a few words, uh, maximum, uh, really minimalize the numbers if you can, um, just to kind of really simplify it. You know, because when you when you complicate the name too much, it can become almost forgettable. So yeah. those are just some quick tips. And then um, as far as actually producing content itself, um, everybody has their different modality of doing this. Um, I use a multitude of apps. I have uh, about five different third-party apps that I use <laughs> to too. create all my content. It's kind of funny, like you, you find different ways to adapt and we're not here to tell you any which way to do it. We're just telling you to experiment and see what works best for you. And so if you're beginning and you have a computer at home or you even have an iPhone, like there's ways to generate text onto graphics per se, where you bring out the soul speak in you onto or into a tangible reference um, that you can kind of overlay with some uh, colorful visuals or something that really grabs the visual aspect of the cortex. So you want to have the uh, the depth of the content paired with the visual kind of uh, the aesthetics, you know, the aesthetic of it. Perfect. Yes. And and so those two merge is what creates the uh, the growth element because people are now uh, curious. They're stimulated because they're seeing something that they want to see or they're seeing something that resonates and then they're reading onto the content and that deepens the heart-centered co exactly. uh, connection. Yes. And so now you have this beautiful synergy of just mind and you know your eyesight and everything kind of working in tandem. So yeah. it, it's beautiful. I, you know, I use a lot of that for myself too in that my posts are pretty much 50-50. I have a lot of visual aid paired with uh, you know my depth. Yes. And so like it really is a nice balance and you're gonna find it for yourself but there's a few things. So if you're if you have a desktop or if you have an app, uh, one of the easiest apps to get started on, it's completely free. It's called PicMonkey, P-I-C-Monkey.com. And nice. essentially, it starts you out with a bunch of default text. You can start with a square. And, and just for reference, um, if you are using Instagram um, and you're making single posts, meaning you're, you're not going to have different slides or layers, um, I would recommend uh, just finding a shape or a format uh, that you're, you would like to be consistent with. And, you know, there's some people that really favor kind of the elongated rectangle format, but I think for shareability, this square is probably perfect because it fits all the guidelines, especially if you ever plan in the future on adding multiple slides or uh, multiple pieces of content to a specific post, because um, it all kind of defaults back to the square. So if you're on PicMonkey, you pull up a square, you start with a white square and uh, you have just the default text. You mess around, you play with the aesthetics, write down something, just a really quick journal entry and um, and post it and start to like move things around. It, you know, really gauge yourself and see like, hmm, how do I want this to appear? And this is where you almost get this uh, graphic designer quality or uh, archetype comes out in you <laughs> in that you take a second look, you take an artistic uh, perspective on the whole on the whole process. And, um, you know, this is completely at your discretion. We're, we're at no means to tell you what your page should look like or how to, but we're just giving you the tools. So you take that and you kind of create this organized theme with it where it's replicable, meaning that you can come back to this. And there's a lot of different sites. There's a lot of different apps where you can actually save projects, meaning that you can save the default kind of um, layout of your said post and then come back into it and update the information. So that's right. always that's always one another way of doing it. But 
um, before you begin any of that, and I can't stress this enough, and I, I can almost 100% guarantee that Michael does the same thing, but your notes pad on your phone is a godsend. You, not that, or if you have a journal that you constantly write in, something where you can get ideas, thoughts out um, immediately without restriction, just something that you can flow to because when you have the inspiration or the, the drive to say, I have this idea, I'm gonna make this real. Um, if you put it off by even two hours or three hours without having <laughs> notated it or recording it in any certain way, it doesn't have to be the official, but just like in a general prompt to status, um, you're going to forget it and it's going to, it's going to wash away and you're going to think, man, what was I thinking before? That was such a good idea. Um, so don't let that be you take, take her advice. Uh, your notepad is free on your iPhone. There's apps for notepads if you need that, but, um, write everything you have in yourself down constantly. I mean, I, every single day I open my notepad to do things. And, um, interestingly enough, it's safeguarded because of the whole iCloud, uh, emergence, the synchronization. So ever, all my stuff is backed up if anything were to happen to my phone, but Take the, take the steps in the right direction and allow the information, the energy, the ideas to manifest, but be stored in a safe, um, a safe environment for future use. And what, what are your, uh, what are your concepts on that? Yeah. I mean, my, my notes section is overflowing. That's where I write all my captions for my posts. And I also aim for, um, repeatable processes any and everywhere I can, guys, because, um, once you get to a certain point, you're going to want to diversify and you're going to want to start to add content channels strategically to your brand or to your business to complement one another, kind of like what I was talking about earlier. So the more you can, um, the, the more you can automate your own processes or even cut certain tasks out of the picture completely, uh, the more time you spend on being creative, being intuitive and, and actually doing what's fun, which is the creation of the, the content and the coaching work and um, helping to, to actually be hands on healing others. And so, yeah, I use my, my notes section as well. I usually copy and paste, um, well, I always copy and paste my hashtags as well as the calls to action, which I include on every caption, and I recommend doing that as well. Uh, once you get to that point that you're that you, you're looking to bring people into your sphere of influence. Um, and, uh, um, you know, I use the same template for, for my posts as well, for my blogs, for my Instagram posts. And look, you don't have to be an expert. Uh, marketer or content creator to start creating content. I really want to drive that point home too, is that I just use PowerPoint. I use Microsoft PowerPoint to create all my posts. And a lot of people are shocked by that. I literally use cleanpng.com to download like vector images. I spend a couple minutes, you know, like really finessing the, the images that I pick. I usually have one background image on my posts. Um, I'll add some shadows to it, or I will, you know, dull the, the opacity a little bit on it uh, just to create a little bit of a, a cool look. And I'll overlay my images atop one another. I'll take a minute to create um, an intuitive post. I just sit, I tap in literally right there uh, and I'll write out my posts on notes or on PowerPoint. And my posts take a while. Like it takes probably 25, 30 minutes to create a really well thought out post. But again, like when you think about each, each thing that you're putting out there as an asset, as a standalone asset that has enough value to change lives, right? 25 or 30 minutes really isn't that long. Right. And, and when you start looking at it as a business and you're bringing clients in, you're doing healing work, you are building a platform. Right. When you're building your own platform, 25, 30, 40 minutes on one piece of content is, is worth it. And that's what it's going to take as well to really stand out and, and, and differentiate yourself among a sea of sameness and, and to stand out. Right. If you incorporate even a couple of the things that we're talking about tonight. Right. You're going to be well on your way to creating a differentiated brand and content platform that, that really sets you apart in the mind of, of your audience who is just looking for truth. They're look, everybody's looking for truth, they're looking for healing, and they're looking to attain status of their own. I don't care if it's the conscious community or, or, or a construction site. Like Everybody is looking to be recognized for their value in the world, and we all have that value. Spencer and I chose Instagram to start as our nest egg for building out and, and sharing our own value with the world and, and we're at a place now uh, i think both of us where um, and i say this humbly again where you, nobody can really doubt our, our our status as kind of prolific content creators in the space of of uh, whatever you want to call it spiritual awakening and, and we've worked really hard to, to create and to put ourselves in this space and so that's why i feel comfortable and confident to say that is because when you when you take the time to put into it when you dedicate your life to this work guys this is who you become and you should be proud of of every single word that you write and everything that you publish out into the world, because it's an extension of your soul. It's an extension of who you really are. Um, 
So, uh, so wanted to share that as well. Yeah, no, that was, that was absolutely perfect. And it really is an extension of yourself. Like you have to be proud of your work that you're putting out there. You're not, the whole reason you choose to be a creator is because you're ready to do so. You're ready to take that, that lap around the block and really dedicate, uh, an extra hour or two into, yeah. to doing this and, and not feeling the ego pull you back saying, well, what am I gaining from this in the moment? You know, I could be doing X, Y, and Z and getting paid by the hour. It's not about the money at all, at right. all. I mean, there are different ways to monetize and we can get into that a little bit later, but right now I think it's more so like, what are you contributing? Why are you contributing? And just staying on top of it and being extremely proud of yourself for just coming and de like allowing yourself to be open and present in the, in the moment to produce such content. So um, this actually transitions, transitions us into a very important topic, which is consistency. And this is where a lot of people pitfall because there are a lot of creators out there who are so passionate and they have so much drive to make change and they might have the best content out there, but you have to realize that in this ever-changing world, um, a lot, I'd probably say, Michael, you can probably back me up on this, about 90% of our audiences, they're kind of on the day-to-day -day mentality where it's, you know, it's relevancy within that 24 hours. Sure. And that's that's the kind of like the hack of this this is where you really yeah. um gain a, a lot of speed and this is something you won't really hear from a lot of people necessarily at first mm -hmm. um is just to keep and maintain a schedule like um make this your full-time job because the only reason you would want to be creating uh in this way is that you see yourself eventually doing this full-time like you you see this transitioning just as michael said into different business ventures that kind of shift and morph over time that really uh, allow you to continue on doing what you're doing or what you want what you love doing the most mm -hmm. so consistency is so essential in, in just being out there being uh discoverable like allow yourself to be in the feed and granted um even if you're not posting for the day or if you're not doing any of that there's a lot of different ways to work around that and maintain relevancy through story reposts or different things of this nature where you still engage with your audience mm -hmm. uh, without kind of leaving them uh, metaphorically unread. You know, you want to, you want to give them content to consume, to process, to share um, without burning yourself out. And I think there's, you really need to, before you begin any of this, not only understand that you're going to be spending a lot more time than you think uh, generating this, thinking about this, it's not going to be a burden, but it's going to be an adventure. You're going to have so much coming your way. You're, there's going to be people coming out of the woodwork you've never seen before. Soul family, different connections. And it's all worth it from our perspective, um, having had so much success. So we're we're the success story. We're here to tell you that it's possible. We did this from scratch. You know, there, there was no assistance. This was a pure uh, heart-centered uh, intention that manifested and seeded out into the collective into a purpose. And I think this is beautiful because while we do have technology, we might as well utilize the tools we've been given, the things that were so native, especially us 90 babies, you know, like I know there's a lot of different uh, age range demographics around the board, but like a lot of us grew up with the internet. And um, this is what this is, this is your strength, because there's a lot of the older generations who don't necessarily know how to use technology. So you're here to, to be kind of the bridge, the gap between. So just to uh, just to reaffirm that consistency is key. You want to make sure that you set up a schedule that doesn't burn you out, that allows you time off, allows you time to electron electronically detox and still live your life while also returning whenever you feel the call to. Mm -hmm. And um, you're going to find that you're going to maintain that pace, especially when you start to get feedback from others. I mean, it's there's such a drive behind that. And I, I love to see uh, the responsiveness of not only my respective audience, but the entire conscious community. We're all here doing this together because we're along this ascension path together. Like it, it all makes sense. We're we're alive for a reason, we're alive for a purpose. So um, do this with intention, a forward thinking intention, and just seed um, a schedule that works best for you without detracting life from your experience, your human experience. And so, um, yeah, I'm so glad, okay, so we got, we got those out of the way. And um, now I really wanna talk about, uh, what, what's let's take a few steps forward. Um, once you figure out how to actually create content, the next idea or the next concept we have to really grapple with is engagement. And Michael, I'm going to let you uh, 
uh, start this one off because you are very, uh, very profound and you're very uh, aware of this subject and in general as a marketer um, with your marketing background. So guys, I want to just share three really quick uh, actionable things that you can do to drive engagement on Instagram. I'm going to keep it simple. And these are things that anybody can do. You do not have to be a pro to do these things. These are things that are overlooked, but I just... I want to get them out there for you and I want to share what's worked for me. The first thing I want to share is the three S's that the Instagram algorithm loves, okay? And you won't really find that many people talking about these because the thing with the algorithm algorithms on Instagram, Facebook, Google, it doesn't matter, they're always changing. They're always changing based on the customer's experience, the user's experience, and what people are searching for and the behavior that people exhibit on the app. So right now, the Instagram algorithm loves, saves, sends, and shares, okay? And so... When you can create content that lends itself to shareability or when you can ask your audience and you have a loyal audience that is willing to share your stuff, the algorithm recognizes that and it's going to automatically promote those posts higher more often in people's feeds, okay? And you can look at your insights. You can hit insights on every post and you can see how many shares am I getting to, or shares to story. How many, and that's what I meant, sorry, shares to story. How many sends am I getting on my post? This is people sending the post directly to other people's DMs, Okay. You want to be aiming for, for double digits at least with, with each of these once you start to build your brand, okay? And and um, and then, okay, so that's that's the first thing is the three S's of the Instagram algorithm. Second way to drive engagement is to share your best content with other large accounts out there and ask them, don't ask them for anything, but just share your posts with them and, and, and say something like, I thought this might resonate with your audience. If you agree, I would so appreciate a share of your story. I'm working really Really hard to build my brand and my account. It would mean the world to me. It would mean the, the month to me if you would be willing to repost or reshare this with your audience and tag me. That's like using that one tactic alone. I probably grew my account from 500 to to 2,000 within the course of like two weeks. I, I just focus on sending and distributing my content. All right. So that's the second thing. Share your post with other big accounts out there and start to form those relationships with those that are doing what you want to do, that are where you want to be. Okay. That's number two. Number three, and I alluded to it earlier, guys, is responding to everybody, chatting with everybody, taking time to create relationships with every single person that takes their energy and follows you, that comments, even that likes your post, guys. Like, I still take time out of my day to send personalized, face-recorded, or self-recorded uh, videos to people that like my posts. Can't do it with everybody, right, at this point, but, like, if I recognize a handle from somebody, I'm sending it. You can, you can best believe, like, if you're watching this right now, we probably probably chatted and if we haven't uh thank you for joining like you'll probably hear from me because i look and i see everything i see every comment i don't always respond to every comment but simply driving that uh dialogue with your audience is going to speak volumes especially as you grow and people are going to appreciate your time and your energy so 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 much and so then when you do go to create a business from that right you already have that that relationship established and you have trust already there and trust is the number one thing the number one thing that is so elusive in, in any business space, B2C or B2B, but that when you start to create engagement with your community, that's what starts to come just naturally. Yeah, exactly. And don't be afraid of these big uh, accounts. Remember that we're all humans. We're all here. We're all individuals doing the same thing. Uh, some people have just reached meteoric success because of uh, the right marketing tactics and the way that they engage their page. So just as Michael mm -hmm. said, like, um, feel free, you know, like reach out, like there's nothing stopping you. Their DM is open. And if, if they're able to read the message, um, I can guarantee it's going to make waves if it resonates in the right way for them as well. Yeah. So don't be afraid. Always put yourself out there. There's nothing to lose. And um, as far as, you know, just like working with others, uh, I, I think there's like a, a very important element of this that we have to discuss in that after you've created your post and you've made it, you've posted it, to, you've uh, published it to your page, um, realize that there's two different avid viewers. There's the, the time scroller, which basically goes through the feed and um, allows your post to hit them uh, exactly when it was printed and published um, versus the, per the story watcher, I'd like to say. So this is a, a huge kind of hack in that you want to you allow your audience to know that you've posted. So you follow right. up with a, uh, a repost onto your story of mm -hmm. your post and you initiate instructions for them to follow so they're guided and directed directly into it and um this is how you can really uh, boost engagement and really captivate both audiences because whoever's scrolling down their feed and eventually finds your post 
granted they could follow a thousand more people so that might be a while till they till they get to your actual uh, content so mm -hmm. really utilize the story feature and essentially um bring the every element every tool in the shed out out in uh in the open for this like if you're reposting let's say you repost the big page um and you're just throwing it onto your story this is michael said with the three s's um they're gonna see the metadata of sent but you're just going to be a number you're not going to necessarily have a personality to it so to add your own flavor and this is a little life hack you only really hear here is um that you want to tag the user of the content in the actual story um, additionally with posting it so let's say you take a uh, red pill 777 it's just a made-up page and you put it to your story you can literally type in uh at right like the uh the the feature of the the title and then type in their handle and then put it on the post itself so that it directly transfers to their direct messages and this is another way around it too because if they you don't necessarily even have to um engage in conversation if you if you want to just initiate that kind of contact then just subliminally tag them in your repost or any of your stories and it'll call attention in and it'll it'll bring more eyes onto your content in general. So you have that going on. And then also make sure you shift your account to a business account. This is where you're gonna really um, obtain the insights that Michael's talking about. And it allows you to go from a personal kind of blogger style page to somebody who's trying to take this seriously and trying to make a business of it. And yeah. I think ultimately that's what we're all trying to do, especially when we're, we're really taking this uh, with an extra grain of salt. We're saying, you know what, this is a level up from what I was doing before because we could do that forever but we're here to actually make our own waves and uh produce our own vibrations so right make sure you do that and then um i think just even more collaboration just credit credit everyone's work that you that you work with don't feel ashamed or don't try to hide different things like really allow credit to be uh given where it's where it's needed and that way it'll kind of connect you with those creators as well and generate uh you know another branch on this tree of uh you know, conscious, uh, the conscious creator lifestyle. You're, you're just going to keep growing and developing relationships as you go. And um, this is all, ultimately how I found Michael. Like we, we literally uh, found each other through this because we were both interested in each other's content. I got him on my, you know, on the podcast and we're doing all this other stuff together and, and boom, here we are on stereo. So you can really spark a good relationship with anyone so long as you're there pushing out and really speaking mm -hmm. your truth. So Thanks. do that. And be sure to share content that resonates with your message or is in line and has that same vibration because that'll kind of create like a, uh, you know, a uniformity to what you're trying to do. And it allows people to really dive deeper into your page because they're seeing uh, confirmation from others that backs up this. And you can see this in a variety of my posts, so how I'll, I'll feature Michael. And it, it just, it pertains to the topic perfectly. There's this, uh, you know, synchronization that just really takes over and um, it allows people to gain that extra clarity and that confirmation so they don't have to second guess if the content is correct or if it resonates. And they'll see that it resonates with others and then they'll actually get the validity of the, uh, the other posts kind of mixed in between. So always make sure to tag credit, but openly work and, and be with others, you know, really allow yourself to intermingle with the community because this is what it's all about. This is what differentiates us from the ego uh, side of IG which is, you know, me, me, me. And then we have conscious community, which is like, no, it's all of us. So just as Michael was saying, he's, you know, he's just the, the manager of the page. Like we are, we're all new earth knowledge. We're all junk DNA. Like it's, this is what it is. And you're a part of the community. So you're just taking the ambassador, uh, ambassadorial role in the front mm. and allowing the credit to just wash over the entire collective. And I think that's a very beautiful statement. Yes. And get your audience involved too, right? Like that's a great point, Spencer, because um, I, what, from what I've found and seen many of the accounts that thrive guys, they, they really go to lengths to get their audience involved. And I try to integrate that as well with, with polls on my story with, again, just interaction in the comments, right? Seeing others come together in my, in my comment section or our comment section as a forum of knowledge sharing is, is one of the most beautiful parts of, of this role yeah. that I'm trying to play out. Uh, the more you can, uh, you know, do polls, do feedback, anything where you can get feedback. Um, even lives like this, right, where you're meeting people and, and getting hands on with people, like that, that really, that really makes a difference uh, in the world. And, and uh, so I know we're right up against the hour here. Um, I'm ha I'm good to keep going, man. But uh, it, 
is there anything you wanted to touch on to, to, to end here? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's there's just a, a few little points that I want to hit on really quick. And um, just as you were saying, the engagement aspect of that is that do do these interactive poll like the polls, do um, giveaways, do contests, um, Q and A's, uh, yeah. live streams. Um, all of this is really going to help you connect with your audience on a deeper level and get them participating. Because when when they're actively participating, they're going to return because they enjoyed the the time spent with you and with the page in, in general. And this is why I, I focus so much on really making time for a Q&A every week or really um, featuring other creators on live streams because it, it kind of merges both audiences. And all of a sudden people who would have never probably found you are, have access to you for the first time. And, and then their whole world opens up and you see all the no notifications roll through of just them finding your content for the first time and, oh. um, and diving deep and, and it's just so beautiful. So really initiate that kind of, uh, you know, just interactivity in general with, with everyone that you, you work with and everybody that sure. follows you. And then yeah. um, I highly recommend, this is, this is like my own personal note, but something that really is essential in this is creating relatability. And this is something both Michael and I have done in the past where we've done solo live streams, pretty much explaining our story, like showing, yeah. showing the, the community that not only are we human, but we have our flaws and there's different thresholds we had to cross to get to this point. And when somebody sees that human element of you, um, it really generates this relatability on a deeper level where trust can form. And they're not just speaking to a robot or they're not speaking to this personality online. Like you're you're here and you, you can understand what they're going through by sharing your own experience and speaking your truth. So highly re re like recommend doing that because you're gonna be a role model for growth. You're gonna you're gonna be the person who's inspiring others to continue on and advance their consciousness through your right. own embodiment of these lessons, and that's why it's also super important to live your truth. Once you've spoke it, you want to live it, and you want to do everything you say because you don't want to be hypocritically allowing yourself to to fold under the pressures of the world, reality as we know it, um, without actually holding yourself uh, accountable for your actions. So, do these things. Be allow this to wash over you and paint your reality um, yeah. as, as you've made yourself known online with this presence. And, um, and just really quick, I just have a, uh, just a few more things. And then just to kind of further hit on the accessibility aspect, um, I highly recommend setting up a link tree. Uh, Michael has his own. I'm not sure if you use Linktree, but um, there's a bunch of different things that you can do. You basically just compile all of your external resources uh, be it uh, email, a podcast, a YouTube, uh, videos, any external um, content or information that you have, make sure that it's readily accessible. You can put this right in your bio description and it'll kind of be your central hub for sharing and allowing uh, the instructions to be laid out so that people can find uh, these, these pieces of content with ease. And you can do this also with like QR codes and different things like this. Uh, really be innovative, try, try new things, uh, do things differently and really just evolve with the process, evolve with technology itself because Instagram's ever shifting. I'm sure it's not going to be around for too much longer. So that's why you really want to have the the ultimate end goal of expansion onto multiple platforms. And that's why we're here on stereo right now with you is uh, both Michael and I felt the call that we had to really engage in other audiences and see how far we can push our reach because there's so much work to be done and there's a lot of people that need to hear these messages um, mm -hmm. So we're positioning ourselves to do so by allowing our reach to expand beyond the limits of the Instagram algorithm. So, sorry, with all, with all that being said, um, another, just my last little quip on this is that um, <clears throat> make, stay humble. Really allow yourself to engage with others without having this um, spiritual ego about it. Because when you do experience success, which you will, especially if the intention is there and you manifest it and you have that drive to continue on, um, allow these direct messages to be answered. You know, you don't have to necessarily respond to hateful messages or things that don't necessarily line up with your own internal uh, vibration. But there are, there are curious people out there who you can literally make their entire year simply by responding to one of their messages or engaging with them on a more personal level via direct message. So wow. I think that's essential. I've made so many, like I can't even scroll through my general uh, direct messages it's endless like you you would be surprised that once you begin this journey how many people you're going to run into and how many lives you're going to change along this process 
until you actually do it. And Michael and I are living proof of this. We, we can attest to all the, the love that we've received in, in response to putting out this content and uh, the support to, to continue on. And we just, we have so much appreciation, appreciation and gratitude for assuming this role, but we have a, a gratitude and appreciation for everybody who takes the time to really voice their heart or respond in a way that allows us to get uh, a more personal connection flowing. So yeah. don't be afraid, don't leave people on red, um, do things with the right intention and just lead from an open heart, do what feels right. And I promise you're gonna be led to the right people and just watch how fast your reality shifts. It's quite, a, it's quite amazing. And guys, I think um, to wrap up what I just wanna leave you all with and, and, and look, I love this stuff. Um, this is what I like to dive deeply into um, on a personal level with, with my clients. So if you're interested in learning more or doing a deeper dive, just shoot me a message, right? I do, uh, I do free consults to, to see if there's an opportunity. I love this stuff. I love helping others do it. Um, and the thing that's come to the forefront for me over my entire career, and even more so over the last couple of years in, in building my own brand here, is the benefits, the multiple benefits of a content-first brand slash business. Uh, you don't need to know where you're going to be in you start putting up content you don't need to know what products services or offerings you're going to be offering a year or two down the road before you start the most important thing that i would share with everybody is just to start um if you're receiving insights knowledge or information intuitively even intellectually um, or artistically visually um, mentally however your um your creativity wants to flow let it come out and create a differentiated unique channel through which that can come through because it's coming through for a reason. You are the one piece of the puzzle um, that is able to share what's coming in for you. And there are others out there that need what you have and what you're able to create yes. uh, with your art and with your expression. And that's where the power of content and the power of the internet really serves as um, an enabler uh, to kiss all. And um, you know, it becomes less about Instagram or the post itself. And it really becomes more about um, you and your unique Again, your unique healing arts. And when you when you learn to use your healing art, that's really where you're living most from your heart. Um, and as a heart space, or sorry, heart-centered content creator, you actually level up to a position of power in the world that um, there's no threshold of entry for it or a very low barrier for it. And you can literally become one of the most most well-known voices on the face of this planet. And in my own little unique corner of the of the world, I like to think that um, with all of you, we're all doing that together with this brand. And the same thing can be said for, for Spencer and for anybody that's, that's leading the charge. And ultimately, that should be all of us. So you have the power. You have the ability to do it right now. And I just wanted to let you know that and share that with you. So reach out if you want to talk more on that. But I hope you guys found some value in this. Um, we'll probably do more more co-creational work where we go deeper into all of this. But um, I hope, hope you found some value in this. Yeah, only you can translate your soul. And we're so happy that you have the initiative to take the, take the lead in all of this because if you're feeling the drive, you're going to make this happen. It's just, it's inevitable at this point. So we're so grateful for everyone holding space. And Michael, we have one message. I'm not sure if you wanted to play that out to kind of yeah. close us off. Uh, yeah. And just, you know, full discretion, we are uncensored, uncut. So um, just want to put that little disclaimer out there. We have uh, Harvey coming in really quick. Hey, Michael. Hey, co-host. Hey, my name's Harvey. Um, let me make this remark. You ever been somewhere and you hear two people talking about something and you're like, wait, what are you talking about? And you're listening, you're like, oh, this stuff sounds pretty good. And then you're listening, and you're like, hmm, you know what? That's right. Anyway, I'm not trying to blow anybody's head up. But, uh, Michael, um, this is the first time I've dropped into a room with you. But the thing that I like about you so far, not to say that there's going to be something that I won't like, but the one thing that I do like about you is that you see things with other than the eye, you know? Um, yeah, we can see things, how it appears, but it sounds like you delve. I just try to use my gifts for good instead of evil. <laughs> and just like anyone else, sometimes there are situations where a certain gift that you have would not be interpreted as a gift to another person. All right, cool. Thank you, Harvey. And yeah, man, you know, I got one eye. I, I use one eye uh, to to channel and to create, and it's not me, it's, it's a channel. Uh, that's all I can say. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, and we, we always encourage interaction even here on Stereo. So thank you for attributing that. 
And just to kind of hit the, the the driver home is that if you're ready to be a creator and you're ready to level up and really allow your message to be seen by the collective at large, then take the steps today to prepare for such an endeavor and allow yourself to take that leap of faith into the unknown and be there, be present, be alive, be full of love. And I promise you, it's going to work out exactly as it should through divine timing. You just have to uh, have the initiative to take charge. Yep. So with, uh, with that being said, thank you so much for everybody joining us down the rabbit hole. Once again, content creation edition. Um, we're so grateful for all of you holding space and we wish all of you luck on your goals and your ambitions yep. and your strives. You're going to be making waves as if you aren't already. So take, take the lead and be a player in this game of life. You know exactly what you're meant to do. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. My book, Content Capitalist, is on sale now. Grab your copy by visiting my website or tapping the link in the episode description. I also just released the online learning portal, which expands on what I shared in the book. This includes four hours of edited, captioned video tutorials and trainings, plus dozens of downloadables and templates. Between the book and the e-academy, you're going to be equipped to literally blow your revenue targets out of the water and eviscerate your competition this year, all by putting content at the core. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, comment, and share all the things and hit me up on LinkedIn if you'd like to connect. I am here to serve you and that's it. I will see you in the next episode.